Welcome back, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. It brings me joy knowing that you were able to tune in today and hear a word from the Lord that he has given me to share with you all. And I'm so excited to announce that Insightful Devotion Podcast is turning one years old on tomorrow, which will be Thursday, June the 11th. I first of all want to thank God for using me as one of his chosen vessels to share the uncompromising gospel. I'd like to thank my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners all over the world who tune in faithfully every week to hear what God has placed in my heart to share with each and every one of you. I'm just so grateful, extremely thankful, and blessed being able to share the good news about the one and only true God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage each and every one listening that if God has placed something on your hearts to do for him, Listen to him and follow through and God will lead and guide you. So if you have dreamed of opening that brand new business, going back to school, spending more time with loved ones, starting a podcast, creating a YouTube channel, whatever it may be that will glorify God, don't wait any longer and do it now because faith without works is dead. And also before we get any further in today's podcast episode, I would like to say that it's hard to ignore what has been going on in the world in regards to racism and injustice. I'm praying for the family of George Floyd and the many other families, friends, and communities that have been in pain and anger due to the effects of racism and other wicked deeds that have been carried out. It is truly disheartening to know that we still face things that previous generations have faced. But my prayer and petition is that God would expose racism in all of its forms and that God would heal those that are in need of a healing touch and that racism will no longer be able to have its way in the lives of people's hearts, minds, bodies and souls. And in Matthew chapter 12, verse 25, it says Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. But my prayer is that we would see Second Chronicles chapter 7 verses 14 through 15 and Romans chapter 12 verses 9 through 10 and 21 come to pass, which says, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. So let us continue to stand for righteousness in Jesus Christ and turn away from conforming patterns of this world and the wickedness that tries to consume us. So on last week, we started our series, The Armor of God, Part 1, and discussed two parts of the full armor of God, the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, and how we are to go about putting it on. We continue today learning the other parts of the full armor of God by concluding the second part of our series, The Armor of God, Part 2. We understand the importance of truth and righteousness. The next thing we are told in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15 states, And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So what does this gospel of peace mean? Well, John chapter 14, verse 27 says, I'm leaving you with a gift. 
peace of mind and heart and the peace I give as a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. And we see that this gospel of peace is rooted in Jesus Christ because John chapter 16, verse 33 says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. So then we stand firm and our feet are then fitted with the readiness to do as the Lord commands us. Because regardless of what we face on the evil day, as the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, we will not be overcome with fear, but will flourish because Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 through 8 says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. So Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16 says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So those flaming arrows that come your way from wolves and sheep clothing, the arrows of doubt, disgust, past ways of ungodly living, meditating on pain, speaking defeat and other condemning thoughts and lies the enemy will try to entice you with. The way you extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one is to obey God's holy word that is mentioned within Proverbs chapter 4 verses 1 through 13, which says, Listen, my sons, to a father's instructions. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For I too was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me, and he said to me, Take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands, and you will live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Cherish her and she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. And Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 23 says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. We then read in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 where it tells us to take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We must understand that God is for us and not against us. And we are to realize that if we remain in Jesus Christ, he will remain in us. So we see an invitation announcement of how salvation was made known to us all and how the sword of the spirit is described within John chapter 3 verse 16 through 21. It says, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever Listen to what it says. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Then in Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, it says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And we are finally told within Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Sometimes we can get in the habit of reading and not really hearing and doing what this scripture is commanding us to do. We are told to pray in the spirit on all occasions. That means if you are having a good day, a bad day, an unsure day, pray because God is faithful. We are told to pray with all kinds of prayers and requests. That means there is no limit to God's power. In Matthew chapter seven, verses seven through eight, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. In Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And we must not stop with everything that is going on in our world today that is so heartbreaking from the self-inflicted wounds we have brought upon ourselves to the things people have done that is too disheartening to even mention. So whatever you are experiencing or have gone through, we must pray for one another because when we pray for one another, it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 28, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Brothers, pray for us. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I put you under oath before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. So let's review the full armor of God one more time. God has instructed us the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the readiness given by the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 
So we must adhere to the word of God by being hearers and doers. And when we put our hope, faith and trust in God, he will see you through and you will come out better than you were before. So if you ever have a hard time memorizing the full armor of God, understand this, that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Christ, which is how we have access to him by giving our life to Jesus Christ and having a personal relationship with him by being obedient and doing what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. O most gracious Father, I come saying thank you for all that you have done and all that you're going to do, for you are truly worthy to be praised. I ask that you would allow us to put on the full armor of God as you have instructed us to in your word, which will protect us in the evil day. Thank you for letting us know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I'm so grateful to know that you love us enough, Jesus, by equipping us with the full armor of God. Because when we do as your word instructs us to, the devil loses every time because we already have the victory in Jesus Christ. It's in your mighty name I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, I hope today's message has truly inspired you to put on the full armor of God and that you will get to the point you'll be wearing it daily and be prepared because it will protect you and keep you rooted in Jesus Christ. And if you're ever in need of prayer and would like us to pray for you, if you have a praise report and would like to share it with us so it can be heard on this podcast, or even if you have a question, please be sure to contact us at insightfuldevotion at gmail.com. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you in the past year in any way, please feel free to leave a comment and rate us within the podcast app that you're using. So to all my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners around the world, I personally want to say thank you for tuning in faithfully every week. I know that God has great things in store for this platform that he has blessed me with and so many good devotions to come soon. So thank you so much for tuning in once more. I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Be blessed. Stay blessed. Because you are blessed.